Apple has announced another event, and this one is on the day before Halloween. What tricks and treats does Apple have in store? We talk about what could happen in this episode of the Macworld Podcast. Stick around. Welcome to the Macworld Podcast. I'm Roman Loyola here with Jason Cross. Good morning. And Michael Simon. Hello, sir. So we're recording this on Tuesday, October 24th, and over an hour ago, Apple announced its Scary Fast event that's happening on October 30th. It's it's not a Scary Fast event. It's it's a scary it's an event whose tagline is Scary Fast. Maybe it will be a scary fast event. Maybe it'll be 20 minutes and they're done. Well, let's let's hope that that is a very scary fast <laughs> Apple sends out emails to alert the media and uh, you can download a calendar uh, uh, placeholder and the placeholder s- says 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. So they've, they've blocked out two hours for us. What? <laughs> But I got to assume that's just automatic at this point. No, yeah. I'm hoping they're just, yeah. yeah they're Is just that saying, usually I don't even they know that do. calendar was available. Yeah. Can you can you edit that calendar, Roman? <laughs> I'll go, yeah, I'll edit it in second back, say 10 a.m. Pacific, please. <laughs> yeah, so what I'm talking about is uh, Apple usually holds its event at 10 a.m. Pacific time, but this event is being held at 5 p.m. Pacific time. When we say usually, we mean every single Apple event for the last like three decades has been at 10 a.m. Pacific time, which is 1 p.m. Eastern, which is fine. Now it is at 5 p.m. Pacific, which is 8 p.m. Eastern, which is crazy. And if you're in Europe, it's the middle of the night. It's not the evening. The 10 a.m. was like, you know, 8 p.m. or, or, you know, depending on what country you're in and stuff. Now it's, yeah, now it's (laughs) midnight, 1 a.m. Nobody knows why Apple decided to make it an evening event. Maybe it has something to do with Halloween being the next day. I mean, it d- certainly seems like they're leaning into that that kind of motif. Yeah, I really, I kind of expect Tim Cook to come out in the intro video in some. Is everyone going to be dressed up? Yeah. Is he going to be dressed like Steve Jobs? Like, uh, no, never. That would be. I feel. I feel like they would feel like that's disrespectful. Although that would be really hilarious if he had blue jeans and a turtleneck on. Um, right. Uh, no, uh, you know, like some just really basic, like vampire getup or something. I don't know. But I, I think there'll be a skit. There'll be like some ho- trick or treat Halloween skit, you know, thing. Yeah, there almost has to be. Yeah. Um, and then he'll be out in normal clothes to talk about how these these are the greatest Macs they've ever built, which. It would be crazy if they weren't, <laughs> and then and use all the usual superlatives and stuff. Maybe there's an uh, Apple TV tie-in. Maybe they'll be dressed as uh, Apple TV characters, like Tim Cook will be dressed as Ted Lasso. Maybe sure that would be. I can get, yeah, I can get that. One that then. would be smart, you know. Or uh, someone will dress up as Peanuts characters because they they have the Great Pumpkin on uh, Apple TV. Yeah, they have all the they have an exclusive on all the peanut stuff. In fact, they have an exclusive to make new peanut stuff. So we know it's Mac. They don't they never tell you what it is, but the logo, the Apple logo on the event page kind of morphs into 
a silhouette of the Finder logo, which is strictly on the Mac. There's not, there's no Finder on anything else. That logo doesn't exist anywhere else. So that we know there is at least new Macs and maybe other things too, but definitely new Macs. So this is going to be probably a video only event. There won't be an in-person event. Sometimes these events have people, you know, they, they have media and other uh, special guests come to Apple Park. The last few of them have had that kind of hybrid format where they all watch the same video we watch. They just watch it at Apple. And then there's like a hands-on area after it where they can try out the stuff. Um, just looking on Twitter, some of the usual suspects that would be invited aren't. Like it just says, watch, watch it, just like just like everybody else. So it, there doesn't seem to be any any live component to this at all. That would have made the five p.m. thing make sense to me if they had had that, because then it would be like the evening, and they would have maybe little trick or treat tables set up yeah. and stuff like that. They could theme it, you know. But it's since nobody's that, even yeah. going there, I <laughs> I can't figure out why it's at five p.m. It's really weird. I thought maybe it had something to do with the earnings, but the earnings are until I think Thursday of that week. So there's nothing to do with that. It's really weird. Five o'clock is weird. And I, I doubt we'll ever really get a reason. It's not like I was going to come out and tell us. It's, it's, we're just, it's just going to be a thing. I just hope as someone who lives in Connecticut, is this is not like the new normal for Apple because this is really going to mess up my schedule. <laughs> it's like four times a year. I got to stay up till two in the morning covering an Apple event. <laughs> So let's hope this is this is a one time only thing, because of Halloween. the 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 event itself, the invite is very sinister. It's dark with like a kind of a glowy Apple logo. There's, there's it's very plain and and you know sinister. So hopefully they're just doing all that stuff to make it Halloweeny, and then the next one will be at eleven a.m. as it's supposed to be, ten a.m. Sorry, as it's supposed. So to be. what do we expect? What what are the things the max we can expect? Like we we it's. There was before some uh, talk about like, hey, are they even going to do M3 stuff? Maybe there's some other M2 Macs or whatever, like the, the, the iMac being updated to M2 and not M3 or whatever. But with a tagline of scary fast, it can't, there's no way they're. There's no way it's like an M2 iMac. It's got to be. M2. Imagine, imagine that they release an, an, MT Pro, an M2 Pro iMac. I think that's, they, there's no way. This is we're gonna get the incomplete unveiling of at least the M3 and maybe even like the M3 Pro and Max, but at least the M3. So if we're gonna get the M3, that means we'll likely get a Mac Mini because that has an M2. So the the M1 and the M2, when they launched those chips, we got the 13-inch Air, the 13-inch Pro, and the Mac Mini. Like that's how they. Oh, maybe not the Mac Mini. Wait a minute. Yeah, it was the Mac. Yeah. Was it? The, I don't know about. I th- it. I think the M2 yeah, didn't. I think the Mac Mini came came later. Yeah, I think I think Jason's right. Yeah, that 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 was in January of this year. The M2 Mini. So it was just the Air and the Pro. Just yeah, those and two. we had the new Air debut with the M2. For both the new format right, Air, the redesigned Air, the redesigned Air. Uh, the rumor this time is that there is no new Air, and that's coming in the spring, and that's what uh, Mark Gurman had said, but. He also noted that the retailers are getting low on stock for the 13, the, the old MacBook Pro, the 13-inch Pro, the newer 14 and 16-inch Pros, 
are all getting low on stock. And there's no way to tell with the iMac because it hasn't been updated since 2021 or spring of 2021. And it's not like there's a ton of stock to track on that anyway. Um, but so, so the rumor is finally an update to that 24 inch iMac. Uh, and then those, those three MacBook Pros, the 13, 14, and 16 will get updates. The, the 14 and 16, they only released in January of this year. So that would be less than 12 months that they come out with a new one. The 13 inch MacBook came out last June, but the 15 inch MacBook came out this June. So presumably they'll be updated together going forward and it would be really, I mean, I guess the air, you mean? still six months, but yeah, the 15 the inch and 13 inch air, I, I got to, I got to assume they do those together now. So that'll probably be next spring. Yeah. Like the year anniversary of the 15 inch. Uh, that's the rumor. And then possibly a bigger iMac around that same time. Although that, that rumor comes and goes every <laughs> yeah, <it does. laughs> time, every few months. <laughs> yeah. So, so if we see anything, it would be the 24 inch iMac, which will likely be base M3, 13 inch MacBook Pro, which is available in the base M- M2 now. So that would be a base M3. But then the 14 and 16 inch pros only have the M2 Pro and Max and only have the M1 Pro and Max. So if they're going to announce those that you think that they have to also announce the M3 Pro and Max. And that would be a change in their cadence, their chip cadence. Yeah, totally, totally a change. Although all of this has kind of been delayed. Like there's been a lot of talk about how long it's taken them to get these three nanometer chips out and all that stuff. So the M2 Pro and Max chips were supposed to come out this time last year and they were delayed in themselves to January. Right. So Apple's still playing catch up with all that production stuff from the from COVID, really. It's, this has been three years now. Right. That they're still trying to get their their cadence back on track. Well and they're at the mercy of TSMC for their their bleeding edge chips and stuff. So um so we'll see. It, it would be interesting though if we got not not the whole M3 lineup. The Ultra would would come with a Mac Studio update sometime in the spring or summer next year, maybe even the fall. Um, it wouldn't be surprised me if that was a WWDC thing. But other than that, it's the whole. It's I mean, not a lot of people buy the Ultra anyway. Be the whole lineup. The the M2 Max Mac Studio would start to look like a dated machine because <laughs> there's M3 Maxes out there in the MacBook land in the laptops. Um, we have you guys read or heard about any changes outside of the chip? Like, I haven't seen anything. No, nothing to the display. No designs. I mean, maybe, maybe like bright a little extra, a, a little more brightness in the pros or something like that, but nothing like meaningful. The only weird, the only weird little rumor that cropped up, and there was nothing substantiating it, was someone found an image in the iPad OS 17 beta of a little glyph of a, of a MacBook with what looked like a dynamic island rather than a notch. But there's been no corroborating rumors. No one has said, that, yeah, they're working on that. Like, I don't know if any of that is, is going to actually happen or maybe happen this year or next year or whatever. But that's the only like major design change that could possibly come that we know. Yeah, in, instead of the notch in the little and this is just like in the little glyph icon thing that shows like d- connected devices and stuff that they use within the system so yeah that's interesting um and that would be a, a huge 
not huge, but that would be pretty substantial because that's a, there's a big software component to that, right? Yeah, yeah. And that it would make sense because there's really no other reason for the MacBook right now to have a notch other than to have design symmetry with the iPhone because it's it's larger than it needs to be. There's only one little camera there. So if they want to continue that language across all their product lines, it makes sense for it to pick up the dynamic island as well. Because now they would all look the same, the iPhone 15. But you would expect it to operate like the Dynamic Island as well. You would expect it to get live widgets and stuff like that that would go up there and you click on them to open it. That would be pretty cool on the Mac. Yeah, we've talked about for a while. As soon as we saw it on the iPhone, we are like, I'd love this on the Mac. I would love with the same general principle. This is a place where ongoing background stuff goes you know, you've got the menu bar on a Mac and people have a lot of little tools and stuff in there. But when something is kind of currently running in the background, it could go there and, and it has a lot of, it has a lot of benefit on the Mac that you don't even see on things that are like single screen devices like the iPhone. Like you're running out of render, you know, you're, you're, you're making an iMovie and you're exporting. And it's going to be five minutes and you pull up your web browser and you're doing stuff, but your dynamic island shows like how much time's left, right? And all that stuff. So all those kinds of things, they're there, but you don't have to flip windows to see them. You could just see them up there. So that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. And you're, you're sitting in front of your MacBook for hours on end at sometimes, you know, rather than your phone, which you use for a couple of minutes, you put it away. Yeah. So yeah, that could be super useful and a, you know, a really, a real change that it to the interface mm-hmm. and, you know, that finder gif could kind of speak to changes coming to the finder. I don't know. Probably not. Yeah. Usually that would be <laughs> a, probably just something that would something be like cute. a WWDC announcement, uh, because that's not hardware related. Right. So that's like, a, that'd be like a Mac OS thing or whatever, but. Uh, so the event is called Scary Fast. So that seems to imply that Apple Apple likes to use a little hyperbole in these yeah. things. Yeah, the, uh, the iPhone. I want to say the iPhone 13 was high speed. Yeah, high comma speed peak peak performance for the studio. So like, can take that with something of a grain of salt. I mean, listen, the M3 will be the fastest Mac chip it ever made. Like that's just the way it has to be. But based on what we know of the A17 and the A16, whichever one it's based on, I don't know that the gains are going to be that huge. But you know, we'll see what Apple comes up comes up with. It'll it'll be bigger on the graphics side, I think, than the CPU side. Yeah, we've talked about it before, where it's like the past M the M1 is and M2. Like the M2 is not based on the A16. It's based on the core designs of the M, the A15 and the M1 is based on the A14. So it, what we saw in the A17, that's not going to be the M3. The A16 is going to be the M3, right? The A16 with more cores and stuff like that. But that's what it's done in the past. And Apple's doing some weird shakeup stuff and removing the TSMC's new process. So maybe they are. Maybe they're going to have, maybe it'll have this new GPU with, you know, ray tracing and mesh shaders and stuff. Maybe it'll be some mix and match of things. I, I'm not a gamer, but it would be something of a disappointment if it didn't have ray tracing. And you do on the iPhone, but not the Mac. Yeah, and mesh shaders. That's, it's, that's, that's not a feature that people talk about and know about much, but it's something developers have been using for a long time to get way better performance out of stuff. 
in regular PC games and console games and stuff. And some games require it and everything. So yeah, it's, it, it would be disappointing if it was just the A16's GPU. I mean, they're going to talk about how it's faster yeah. than the M2 and it will be. It'll probably have more cores of course, and yeah. be, you know, just faster, but it's. If it's based on the A16, it, it, it could still be three nanometers though, right? Yeah, like you have to redesign are- these chips anyways. I mean, anytime you change manufacturing process technology, you have to kind of, you can't just like take an old chip design and say, well, now make it on the new process. You have to do some design tweaks and changes and stuff. Like there's a new library from the uh, fabrication plants and stuff, the things. But um, if if they're designing a new chip anyways, there's no reason it can't be. And we saw some of that before where some of the M series chip were on a later version of TSMC's five nanometer process than the A series chip up upon which they're based. According to a report by Mark Gurman back in August, he kind of had an outline of what Apple's uh, chip release rollout could look like. He had a few specs, like for instance, he said that the M3 would have possibly have eight CPU cores for performance, for efficiency, 10 GPU cores. The M3 Pro could have 12 or 14 CPU cores with 18 or 20 GPU cores uh, and a max with 16 CPU cores and 32 or 40 GPU cores. Uh, And also an increase in possibly the uh, unified memory he had spotted MacBook Pros being tested with 36 and 48 gigabytes. He didn't state whether the base models would have an increase in memory. He just said that they're testing with more, which seems to indicate that they're going to add more. So I bet we'll still get eight. The base MacBook Air, the base Mac Mini, the base iMac will have eight, and then maybe there'll be higher options at the top if you want to pay for it. Uh, you know, again, remember, like, you have to pay for those at purchase because you can't upgrade it after afterwards so get as much as you can afford as as is our always our recommendation uh and maybe for people who aren't familiar should we explain a little bit the three nanometer process that the m3 is supposedly going to be produced at by that's it that's entirely up to (laughs) (laughs) Jim. i I mean it's basically uh, the best way i can sort of describe it for people is Imagine you're looking at something like Google Maps and you see all the streets and stuff, right? And then just like scroll out one level with your mouse wheel. So you see all the streets are smaller and closer together and you see more of them. You get more of them on the map. Same window, you just see more and everything's smaller. That's what like what it is when you jump to these new manufacturing processes. All the transistors and connections and everything within the chip, and there are billions of them and there's so small you don't see them except with an electron microscope. But they they just all get smaller. And that means they all get like a little closer together and you can get more of them in the same area. So it is very much like looking at a map and just kind of like zooming out one level to get everything smaller and thinner and more on the map. Um so, so we saw the first nanometer three nanometer chips were the um A17 in the iPhone 15 Pro, there was a lot of speculation that we wouldn't see M3s 
based on the uh, three nanometer process this year because production hasn't been high enough. They wouldn't have enough production capacity to make all those iPhones, but also to make all the M series chips. So that's why it's a little startling to me that they would be announcing products that would be like so many, like the M3, M3 Pro and M3 Max, the three most popular, like the, the MacBook Pros and the iMac. It's a lot. It also kind of makes sense that that's why they are not doing the MacBook Air, which is their more popular, lower priced and more popular, most popular sort of Mac product. Those rumors were like as recently as like a week ago, where people were saying there's no more Macs, there's no more products, there's no iPads till next year. So either Apple completely and totally changed their schedule, or they were pretty secretive because German's report on Sunday was the first we heard in a long time that there was going to be any kind of an announcement of substance in October. Yep. And a lot of that was based on um, just supply stuff. There's just not enough, which which is one part, part of the reason we think there's not other substantial changes coming to these Macs because usually somebody at some display company or something would say they got a big order from Apple for these different – a new different display or something like that. So we haven't heard any of that. Um, but also just everybody was kind of assumed – there wouldn't be enough three nanometer capacity for for a little bit. It's also possible that Apple announces these and doesn't ship them for a month. Yeah, the the most recent rumor is like kind of mid November, and uh, even then, I, I'd expect supply to be pretty short. I'd expect them to be kind of in short supply for the first couple months. And with uh, holidays, Black Friday, all that coming up. Mm-hmm. It's- puts things in a bit of a tricky situation. I mean, I don't know how many people are buying MacBook Pros for a Christmas present, but I'm sure some people are. So it's interesting that Apple would announce it now. There's been a lot of talk recently, and some of it by Apple's own admission, that the Mac sales are down quite a bit this year, especially going into the the, the fall, mm-hmm. the back-to-school and holiday stuff. Um, they had a very, very good... Uh, fall 2022 so it makes sense that they're down but they're even down more than that due to a variety of of reasons economy new stuff you know there's there's a lot of reasons it's kind of a perfect storm so it could be a way to kind of get in front of that their earnings is next thursday uh thursday thursday wednesday or thursday so it's also a time where they could say you know, max sales are down 20%, but we just announced this, 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 and this to keep, you know, investors happy. Yeah, so the M3 with its new 3 nanometer process is possibly provide speed boosts that are more than your typical 15 20% that we can see, which would warrant an event, I guess, from Apple. Because uh, I was thinking that Apple wouldn't do an event for the M3, because if it's just about performance, why do an event? If it's just the chip is faster and there's no other stuff, new stuff in the products, then then what are they doing? But uh, maybe there are. Maybe there's some new stuff in the products and they've been really good at being I'll tell you secret. what, man. If I'm working past 8 o'clock on a Monday, this better be a damn good event. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to work. We got it covered, Mike. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I would expect the performance leap to be in line with what we've seen in the past, what we saw going from the A16 to the A17. Like, I wouldn't expect some crazy number. Like, 
single core CPU performance is going to end up being like 10% better and the whole multi-core thing because they added more cores will be 20% or 25% maybe. The GPU will be 20% faster. It's Those are not bad numbers. Just, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty good for a 12 to 18 month cadence on chips. That's, that's great. It's just that we all got so shocked when the M1 released. We, we kind of weren't, yeah, settle in for a bunch of like, you know, 10%, 15% gains for the next long time. I almost wonder if the five o'clock time is because it's not going to be a great event, kind of buries the news a little bit like a Friday, a Friday news dump. Where you know it's 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 overnight and late. Well, it's after the bell on uh, like the stock market, but three p.m. would be after the bell in the stock market, <laughs> so they could do that, right? Like they don't. It doesn't have to be five. <laughs> so besides Max, you guys think they'll announce anything else? The first thing they usually talk about is kind of the like the way to ease everyone into the big big announcement. So. I tell you what, the Apple Pencil would have been perfect for that, but they already did that last week. <laughs> there has been some <laughs> talk of a uh, refresh um, Apple TV hardware, Apple TV 4- 4K. That's it again would just be like a chip upgrade, but that fits in with their um, their thing. And they would promote it about like, look what a great game console it is, which is almost laughable. But the it would it would be that would be a thing. Oh, you know what I think that it's possible that they'll do is give us another look at Vision Pro. They've been grinding away on that and updating since WWDC. They want to remind us all it's coming in the spring. It wouldn't surprise me if there was 10 minutes of, you know, some slick new thing just to show. Right. Apple's made a couple of announcements about the developer resources Yep. That we don't typically typically cover. Right. So instead of it being really OS demo-y, we might get a look at some of the first Vision Pro apps, you know, from third-party developers and stuff. And what some of the experiences are like, maybe, for some of the things they never really covered, like music. Like the Apple Music. And there's no way it doesn't have Apple Music on it, right? As far as rumors go, otherwise, AirTag has been a couple years, but mm-hmm. the rumors say... Not even next year now. Now they're saying maybe 2025. Yeah, for, for second-gen AirTag. I mean, I don't know if anyone really is waiting for a second-gen AirTag. Like, they do what they do, and that's it. I can't imagine what it's going to look like. But so, And also iPad. It, looks, it doesn't look like because they, they did the Apple Pencil last week. There was a small update to the 10 gen iPad in China that brought eSIM. So if they were going to do both of those things independent of this event, why would they now launch something. Yeah, why would they launch a new entry-level iPad or or mini? Yeah, it makes makes little sense two weeks later. So, I'm going to say no iPads till probably spring of next year. iPhone obviously just released. Apple Watch just released. So, it's really just Mac. Maybe a display, maybe an update to the studio display. Possible. And usually the supply chain leaks let us know when there's a new display coming out. And sometimes they get confused about what's a display and what's an iMac and stuff like that. But it would be great if there was something that wasn't as expensive as a studio display or an update to the studio display at its price that did something like HDR. Yes. Even the Pro Display XDR hasn't been updated in a long time. That doesn't even have... uh 
promotion on it. So they, they, there is room for improvement for both of those devices. Right. But we haven't heard any real updates. But then again, we didn't really know the studio display was coming until like two days before the event. We got yeah, there were all these sort of that, so. rumors about an iMac. And it turned out that the studio display is practically an iMac. Like it has a whole, basically an, an iPad <laughs> hardware inside, like a full... It has what? How much storage does it have? The hell, motherboard chip, all that stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. got like some, like 60, 64 gigs or thirty two yeah, gigs or something, something like that. Yeah, all to run the camera. Like I don't know, and speakers. It's too. It's too much. So yeah, maybe there's something else coming. It has spatial audio. Even if they didn't do changes to the display, just this new studio Gen Studio display that has a wireless hardware built in that you could use it at grab your Apple TV remote and pair it. And now it, it does, it's a standalone Apple TV. Like it just it has no networking, but it has everything else it needs to do that. So it would be great. It would be perfect for that. Like you said, like it has a full iPad inside it. Basically, you, Apple doesn't just has to turn it on. <laughs> this doesn't even really anything. Yeah, has to I mean, be really it, needs, it needs the firmware to say like, am I display, I'm running in display mode or am I running the Apple TV? But it just, the problem is it has zero networking. <laughs> It has to get firmware updates like through a Thunderbolt connection to a Mac. And if you've got a Mac, you're just going to run the TV app. Yeah, but with that, with that, so Samsung makes a couple of displays that are really nice and relatively inexpensive. And you put them in a living room or a kitchen and you got yourself a wireless smart TV that without all the, the connections. I mean, Apple could absolutely, absolutely do that. I'm going to go out on a limb and say Apple will introduce a USB-C based magic mouse. That actually could be. Yeah. With the connectors still underneath the mouse. Oh, well, they're, they're not going to redesign it. There's no way. <laughs> uh, that'd be great. But yeah, that, that I forgot about the Mac accessories. Yeah, that that's a definite. Well, the ones that come with the iMac will absolutely be USB-C. And I assume at yeah, the same time they'll update so. everything else too. But that means that they need to update the keyboard. Yeah, which they did. So the last time the iMac came out, they came out with a Touch ID keyboard. They came out with it in colors. So they did They did that three years ago when the M1 model came out. So they would just have to slightly tweak it again. Yeah, there's enough room there to just change that to a USB-C port. No problem, I think. Yeah, you can argue it should have been one to start with, to be honest. Um, the only other possible wild card is an update to AirPods Max, which still has a lightning port and hasn't been updated in nearly three years. We don't. We we've heard you know here and there, more like speculation than rumor. Like there's nothing real substantial, but it's been a while. They have to get an update within the next, I'd say, six to twelve months anyway, because they got to get rid of that uh, lightning port to make it, you know, universal with everything else. So it would be a good time to bit of an overhaul. I actually don't know if the EU law applies to products that are already on sale before it takes effect. Or new products. So as soon as I don't think they do, but you would you would assume that Apple would want to keep everything uniform, not have yeah. one random lightning. I'm just saying, like, there's not necessarily a time, you know, or a clock ticking away for them. But it it clearly they need more than just to replace it with USB C. There's they still need to find a way to shave some weight out of it because it's too heavy, and I don't think they're going to do that. But it would at least get like the H two. And probably also support the same uh, features as that you get in the new AirPods Pro 
you know, uh, features with, with the Vision Pro and all that other stuff. Yeah, and also the, you know, adaptive transparency, the better noise canceling. They don't have any of that. Yeah, that's that's a year ago. The the the, the Dolby, not Dolby, the uh, Vision Pro stuff, that's just, that's with the newer update. But there's a whole slew of, of features that it doesn't have because it never got an update to Gen 2. Yep. And also it needs a new case because the one that You mean has a own. case. <laughs> okay. That is that is not a case. A fine woven case. Yes. If oh my god. <laughs> well, they would do that too. <laughs> it would be they'll finally make it that would be so funny if it was still the same quote smart case that's not a case because it doesn't cover most of the product. And then uh and it's now it's fine woven. That would be wow. Is it is it leather? Is it currently no. leather? I don't think it is. It's 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 like a soft plastic thing. Oh well, that's still that's still not environmentally friendly. They could still they could still switch to fine woven. Well, carbon neutral. Yeah, fine woven stuff is plastic <laughs> too. So Apple's scary fast event is on October thirtieth at five p.m. Pacific time. If you're interested in watching the event, you can watch on Apple's website. It's on their YouTube channel. You can watch it through Apple TV. And if anyone wants to cover it instead of me, uh, send me an email. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll have coverage of it on Macworld.com. And we'll do uh, next week's podcast as a follow-up to the event. So make, make sure to tune into that. That does it for this episode of the Macworld Podcast, episode 861. Thanks to Jason Cross. Thank you. Thanks to Michael Simon. Thank you, sir. And thanks to you, the audience. Thank you for tuning in. You can subscribe to the Macworld Podcast and the podcast app on Spotify or through any other podcast app. If you have any comments or questions, send us an email at podcast at macworld.com or contact us through X, that's at Macworld, or on threads, that's at Macworld underscore HQ, or on the Macworld Facebook page. Join us in the next episode of the Macworld Podcast as we talk about the latest in the world of Apple. See you next time.